Sup, Buzznet. In reference to the podcast, here again. Freaky Friday. That's it. I'm not doing it. Not doing it? Not doing it. I'm Amanda. I'm the one not doing it. I'm Heather. The annoying one. Okay, what do you got for us? <laughs> Sometimes. What are we learn about? Tell me a scary, spooky story that I already know. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna learn about the Gore Orphanage. Okay. Tell me some creepy stuff. Some creepy stuff. Hit me with that freaky shit, bitch. <laughs> Alright, here we're gonna smack you with it. Okay, I'm ready. The story of the Gore Orphanage is a sad one, but is well known to Ohioans. Yes. <laughs> It was run by Old Man Gore, who didn't like children. Hold on. <laughs> what? What? Why did he have an orphanage then? I don't know. Maybe he's punishing himself. Maybe he's what? Maybe he's punishing himself. Oh. He would really. Finish. We're a minute and forty-five seconds in, and you're yawning already. I haven't yawned, like, all day. I know. (laughs) It's because I have to read. Sorry, reading your own notes is boring. (laughs) I already looked at them today. That's because you did them today. today. He would frequently abuse and mistreat the children in his care. Many believe that he even killed some of them, burying them around the orphanage. Burying them. (laughs) Burying them. One night, a young boy accidentally set fire in one of the rooms. Old Man Gore fled the building instead of helping the children escape, leaving them to all burn to death. What an asshole. Today, all that is left of the building is the foundation and a few sandstone pillars. It can be found off Gore Orphanage Road. And this story is more known as a legend, not actual facts. <laughs> oh, so we're not sure if it really happened? No. Oh. Parts of what well, did. Everything happened. Just not like it says it does. <laughs> oh, Okay. There are different pieces that take place during its history that combine to tell the story. It starts back in the late 1820s when Joseph Swift moved to the area with his wife Eliza and built an estate along the Vermilion River. After inventing the Swifter. Okay. <laughs> the Swifter? Yeah, see? <laughs> is, it, is that right? Vermilion? Sure. You live here! I mean, I don't live there. The estate includes a mansion known as Swift's Mansion. Swift's Mansion. It became known... <laughs> no, I just feel like I'm making ass noises. <laughs> it became known as Swift's Hollow for the next hundred years. Why? Because that's who owns it. I know, but why did it go from mansion to hollow? Well, there's a mansion, but the whole area, the whole like, property oh. is known as Swift's Hollow. Got you. In 1831, their five-year-old daughter, Tryphenia, died. Just, yep, Tryphenia. Okay. And in 1841, their 24-year-old son, He-Man, died. (laughs) 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 They didn't... When I looked at it first, I thought they forgot the R, like his name was Herman. No, it is. Uh, every article says He-Man. 
maybe it was Herman, but like one person translated it wrong or like forgot the R. And or then... they just named him He-Man. No, I'm going The to... daughter's name is Trifenia. He-Man's not that big of a joke. <laughs> All right. According to research in the 1860s, the Swifts had a devastating financial loss from bad railroad investments. And in 1865, they were forced to sell the Swift Mansion. Shouldn't have bought Pennsylvania Railroad. Well, get you every time. Should have just passed go and collect $200. Back, back, back then, $200, you could just buy a new mansion. Listen, $200 right now would be stellar. Help support us on Patreon. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Wilbur bought the property from Swift the not long after... Swift Hollow got an eerier reputation. Ooh, spooky. Nicholas was a spiritualist and was known to hold seances within the mansion. Not smart. The Wilbur family, like the Swifts, had a great tragedy while in the house. They lost four of their grandchildren to diphtheria. Jesse, who was 11, May was 9, and twins Roy and Ruby were 2. They all died within six days of each other between January 13th and 19th of 1893. Theory is. I never, I didn't look that up. Apparently something that kills you fast. Yes. Um, Eliza died in 1899 and Nicholas died in 1901. After their deaths, the mansion was abandoned and fell into ruin. Around this time, rumors started to circulate that Swift Mansion was haunted and that Neglected children's graves were found on the estate. That's not great. Um, diphtheria is a serious infection of the nose and throat that's easily preventable by a vaccine nowadays. So, like, is- basically the coronavirus, except there's no vaccine for it. Right. Which is why you should vaccinate your kids. What? Or don't bring them near me. Yeah, for real. In 1903, Reverend Sprunger purchased most of Swift's Hollow and built the Light and Hope Orphanage. That it was not called Gore Orphanage, like everybody thought. It's the Light and Hope Orphanage. Yeah. For caring and giving farming vocational training to neglected children. It was never known why, but no children from the orphanage ever lived in the mansion. The Reverend built dorms around the hollow, but they were not allowed in the mansion, but they never said why. Hmm. Probably because four children died of diphtheria in it, and they're yeah. like, we're just going to keep that closed up. Uh, the orphanage did not last very long. The Reverend died in 1912, and in 1916, the orphanage was closed for good, and in 1926, the abandoned mansion was burned down. So how did it become known as the Gore Orphanage? I bet you're going to tell us. I am going to tell you. Wow. There Psychic. Was a, there was a strip of land that wasn't part of any county at the time, and the shape of it was a triangle plot of land, and I guess they call it a gore. Oh. That's how it got the name. And also, gore is a, because it was a triangle plot, it's also a triangular piece of fabric that might be used in shaping a garment that, to fit contours of the body of a dress. Somebody else weirded out that it was just a triangle piece of land. What, the Illuminati? Yeah, a little scary there. Lol. And it's not gore as in bloody carnage. <laughs> oh. Okay. 
The way they worded it was bloody soaked organs. Oh. So I could record it to cover that. Oh, you don't like bloody soaked organs? No. Okay. Well, so is your face, but here we are. So, what about the fire that supposedly <laughs> killed all those children? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> There is no record of any orphanage burning down in Lorain County ever. <laughs> there, but there also, well, not also. There is a tragedy of a school called the Lakeview Public School in the Cleveland suburb of Collinwood that caught fire and killed many children and some adults. Now on to the hauntings. <laughs> okay, so we're not really sure that it ever actually happened. Yeah. Yeah. Some say that you can hear the ghostly screams of horribly, horribly burned children near the area. How do you know they're horribly burned? Oh. If you're just hearing the screams. Maybe they're screaming, I'm on fire! Okay. <laughs> and then the one... I don't know which website I got this off of. I do have my sources written down. Yeah, you didn't say them. Deadohio.com <laughs> Skeptical Skepticalinquire.org, weakandweird.com. Oh my god. That one just had a really long URL. Yeah. So this one says, regardless of which story you believe, something does not something does seem to occur there on a regular basis. Mists and other phenomena have been photographed near a small bridge that crosses a nearby stream on the on a regular basis. And lights and mist have also been seen to dance in an open field adjacent to the site. If I saw mist dancing <laughs> fucking anywhere, I would scream and run the other way. You wouldn't go dance with it? Hell no! Um, that they, then somebody had an in, what's that investigation in quotes, but so maybe they just had an investigation. Or maybe it wasn't an official investigation. Probably not. Wasn't Zach. Wasn't sanctioned. Uh, when it became dark, uh, they headed out of the wooded area and they held the camera at the side, at his side, facing behind them. They captured a bright glowing object. Uh, the person that wrote this also stated that our unearthly escort off the property serves to convince me that there is something definitely there and that not all stories connected with the site can be so easily shrugged off. So he's is kind of saying it was like an alien? I don't know, like he, I guess he was holding the camera like, for one, why would you have it on facing behind you as you're walking? To see if anything's fucking following you? Why would you want to know that? I mean like, but would you like stop like every couple minutes like rewind it and like watch and be like, what's this? No, but maybe they thought if they weren't looking. What, like the ghosts of Mario Brothers? Yeah. Okay, next one. Okay. <laughs> locals do, uh, after, whenever, I mean, like, after all this happened, locals began whispering that you venture, if you ventured out to the remaining ruins of the Gore Orphanage at night, you would see the ghostly shapes of the dead orphans running and playing in the woods. Yeah, I'll pass. Sometimes children appeared to be on fire and yelling and screaming things like, help me, as the foul stench of burning flesh filled the air. 
Other late night visitors reported seeing bright bright lights swirling and weaving through the woods, which they took to be the ghosts of the dead children. And those who believed the orphanage set I can't <laughs> not that I can ever read. Um You've done pretty well with English so far. <laughs> For now. For now. I mean I haven't the last couple of days. True, but those who have believed the orphanage fire had been intentionally set sometimes feel the spirit of the guilty party making an appearance at the site in the form of a dark, shadowy shape lurking near the fountain rema- foundation remains. But I also, like, they also don't think that there was ever an orphanage fire. Right. Because hmm. they, they set, like, the Swift Mansion burned down, but it was after there wasn't anybody there. Right. Nobody died. Although, there were a lot of dead kids there. And what, is this the one that was said that, I don't know if you saw anything, just from listening to, and that's why we drink. Is this the one where his, the kids were buried, like, standing up? Oh, I didn't say anything about that. It could be a different story, but I that's remember. That's fucking terrifying. Well, it's like a satanic thing I think no he was they were spiritualists right so I think it I think but I could be wrong but I think it was this one that M said that the children were buried standing up the way you should do it you'd bury them face down so they would come back and couldn't get out because they would just try to dig down farther (laughs) okay I'll remember that for (laughs) when you die (laughs) yeah I'm gonna put you in face down I'm just gonna kick you in. Or just like cremate me so I can't come back anyway. Cremate you and then burn in salt and salt and burn the bones. (laughs) And everything that I ever touched. (laughs) Another one is at the orphanage site that people who parked and left their cars near the remains would find it covered with tiny handprints when they returned. Nope. No. <laughs> in such an isolated area, anyone else coming into the area would be qu- quickly be discovered. The only explanation was that the ghosts of the orphans were attempting to physically push the car away, and perhaps in a ghostly warning to stay away so the er- car owner did not suffer a fate similar to theirs. Also, like, I hate whenever, because then, like, a couple of the things I saw, they're like, oh yeah, like, we put baby powder on the back of our car. But... In an episode of Ghost Adventures, they did this, but they cleaned one half of it really good, like, they cleaned it, like, six times with Windex, and did it, and all it did was it just showed the oil from, like, their fingerprints on the mm. other side. But, I mean, like, if you never, if, like, little kids don't touch your car, and then, like, you saw little hands. Yeah. That would be terrifying. This next one is somebody's story, the... Uh, it said, around 2004, I explored Gore Orphanage Road with a now-defunct paranormal group consisting of about a dozen people inside the old foundation. There was a makeshift fire pit spray-painted with poorly executed, executed pentagrams, and it had been set up by some curious trespassers before, and I, I chose to just sit there for once, not using any audio recording or cameras, just to sit and be, like, in the quiet. Why you would want to do that, I have no idea. 
I let my eyes focus to the darkness, trying my best to avoid the wandering gang pointing their flashlights everywhere and the extra chatty person sitting beside me. I could see something in the dark woods due north of my location along the path leading back to the vehicles. The more I focused, the more it appeared to be a greenish faint fog, like a miniature tornado perhaps two or three feet high and a foot or two across, drifting and wobbling in the trees. <laughs> As I watched, two more faintly appeared nearby. But every time the annoying person next to me started babbling, they would get more distant. More distant. An especially loud group member approached me to brag about some amazing orb photos, and at that time I lost my sight of the phenomena. To this day, I'm not sure if it was some trick of the eye or something is yet unexplained. I feel like your eye would not just, like, trick you into seeing green fog. Yeah, that's a weird one. I can see, like, it tricking you into seeing shadows, but... Yeah. This one says, someone was doing a daytime investigation, and they got strange voice... Like, a strange voice talking over theirs, and their EMF detector kept lighting up red. They think the voice that they caught sounded like it said Trifenia, which is the name of the girl who died there. That's just such a weird name. There was another one that they showed, a photo that was taken, and it looks like there is a little child peeking out from behind a tree. And they said they looked at their other photos, like, to see, like, oh, maybe there was, like, a clump of leaves on a tree that, like, could have looked like it. And they're, like, there was no leaves on the trees where they were at. So it just looked like there was a kid, like, peekabooing up with something. Ooh. And then there's a story from somebody, their name is Stephanie. Stephanie S. Says, I want to tell you about the night I went to Gore Orphanage with some friends. We were bored and just wanted to check it out for ourselves. We hung out there for a while, and just as we thought, nothing happened. We even tried the trick you suggest, like they were suggested, about putting flour on our car to see if handprints appeared. But nothing happened. As we were driving back out, we came to the metal bridge near where you first turned onto the road. You are not going to believe this, but we saw three little children, two girls and a boy, standing on the side of the bridge. At first, I thought it was a bunch of teenagers hanging out. As we got closer, you could tell that they were younger, and their clothes were old-fashioned. And as soon as we got to the bridge, they disappeared. We stopped the car and looked around with flashlights, but we never found anything. For one, if I thought I saw a child outside and it's dark out, I would not be getting out of my car. No, absolutely not. And the last one I got is somebody's story that says, I can say I never saw a ghost at that place. I did have some strange feelings and heard odd noises, which could have just been wind in the trees. But the most creepy thing that happened to us is the one night we were hanging out in the ruins when a thick, heavy fog rolled in out of nowhere. It was so thick we could not find a way back to the road since our flashlights would just light up the fog in front of you and blind you. As quickly as it appeared, it vanished, and we had wandered a good 200 yards from the mansion in the wrong direction and nearly fell into a river. Oh. It seems like there's a lot of, like, stuff with fog Mm -hmm. in the area, which is weird. Depends on how far from the lake it is. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know exactly where it is. I don't live here, so... (laughs) Um, well, I googled Gore Orphanage... Children buried standing up. <laughs> Great. 
good good Google history there. <laughs> um, and it says something about like Satanist uh, would bury their children or might bury them straight up and down. Uh, so it was part of the Boro Orphanage. But it also says that this is all fake, so I don't really know. Well, I mean, I guess if you think of it that way, like, that would smarter. Because it... But that's not a traditional Christian. Burry. Being burial. Yeah. Whatever. But, anyway. Regardless. Well, there's also some places, like, they... Like, your one plot is, like, your entire family, and they just, the first person just, like, really far down, and they just stack them. Stack them? They stack them. But that's the end of the Gore Orphanage. We should go explore. Not, obviously, not tonight, but, <laughs> um, sometime going in the summer when it's nicer. Out. Yeah, when it's not freezing. Yeah. Not that it was that cold out today. It was really nice out today. So what do you got for us next time? We're going to talk about true crime stories with a twist. Ooh, the twist. I like mm-hmm. twists. Do you? I do. What kind of twist do you like? Kristen Schell. <laughs> um, the last time I went out for drinks with my coworkers, um, Joyce ordered a vodka cranberry with a, with a little, with a little twist of lime in it. That means something different. To a bartender. So to a bartender, that's just like the, um, Tuesday. rind, like the, is that what it's called? The outside? The skin? Mm-hmm. Where they, like, just, like, they swirl it around the- it around the outside. Well, no, they just, like, put it around, like, the straw. <laughs> this, this vodka cranberry comes to Joyce with this fucking swirly thing. Oh, like, they literally leave it on the straw. Well, it wasn't on the straw for her drink. It was just on the side of the glass. And she goes, what the hell is this? (laughs) And, like, he, the bartender had already left. And she was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Do you think he already squeezed it in there? And I was like, I don't know. I don't drink vodka cranberry. So, like, the next time he came over, she was like, I'm not trying to be rude, but, like, I just need to know. She's like, did you already put the lime in here? And he goes, no, you asked for a lime twist. And she was like... So she learned something new that night, yeah, is what you're saying. Almost did. And she's like, no, I just wanted lime, so I could squeeze that in there. And he's like, oh, okay. So then he brought her a whole plate of lime wedges. <laughs> you're like, I They were made in a smiley face. It was Aww. sweet. I know, he was a really good bartender. And, uh, waiter. So, yes, we're going to have some true crime stories with a lime twist. And hope you like lime, please. Right, we're going to twist I do not like lime. Uh-huh. Unless it's, like, in a Captain and Coke. Is it, like, a little zing of flavor? I hate Captain and Coke. No, Captain and Pepsi is disgusting. I don't like Captain at all. It's so, why is it so like bombs are going off? <laughs> you know, maybe... Maybe North Korea is here. Maybe. Well, until next time, <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram at In Reference To Podcast, on Twitter at In Reference To. You can shoot us an email about oh. whatever you want to talk about. Or if you have any future things you want us to cover, at In Reference To Podcast at gmail.com. You want them to shoot an email? Yeah, shoot us an email.
Don't just send it. Toss it in there, if you will. <laughs> um, you can also watch, listen, whatever, to some of our episodes on YouTube. You can, I mean, you can watch the title. <laughs> yeah, the title screen <laughs> the whole time. Um, or you can, well, and or, you can help support us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash in reference to. Yes, I think that's all. That's all, folks. Okay, well, till next time.